what's the uh, latest? Who's, who's going to start this Saturday? Is it Keenan Slovis? Not sure yet. Uh, Keenan is not 100%. He's practiced more this week than he did last week, but he's not 100% yet, so still working through that. Are you willing to start him at, if he's not 100%? No, he won't He won't play unless we unless we feel like he's 100%. We're not going to play him. we gotta got to have him. It's not, it's not for his for his sake, you know, like not going to put him out there unless he can fully do the job. How much is that kind of entering the conversation with Keaton about factoring in his future post BYU? Well, yeah, we have we have an obligation to think about that for him as well. You know, I mean, my first job is to, to win here, but you know, we have an obligation to him to not put him at risk unless he's able to play the position the way he's capable of playing. And so we're getting close though. He's he's doing a lot more than he than he has for several weeks. So now in terms of how he like it's when to drop a dead date on when you were determined that he's capable of going. I don't know. We haven't we haven't okay. we haven't set a drop dead date yet. Okay. Um, we've just been kinda of looking at it day by day. Yeah, so there's not a drop dead date that, that yeah. I wanted to ask you about Jake, just in terms of he had a decent performance against West Virginia and yeah. not so good against this, in this last game. What do you make of him so far through two, two starts? Um, well, first of all, <laughs> you're right. He played pretty well against West Virginia. Not so great last week, but was not his best. Um, but I would also say that I don't think any quarterback at this school has ever had played against two defenses that good in their first two starts. That was a pretty tall task. Um, so we're definitely not, uh, you know, going to judge too much yet. You know, we want to get a larger body of work before we, you know, make any conclusions about him. You know, I think we got to let him play more. Looking at the list of uh, seniors on the offensive side that, that's going to be honored on Saturday, one name I didn't notice was Keanu Hill. Has he already told you that he's coming back for next season? Because he's already his fifth year in the program. That's why I ask on him. I'm expecting him back. We, I haven't had that conversation with him, but I fully expect him to be back next year. How, uh, how much conversation have you had with players kind of to get a sense knowing where they stand on for next year because the portal's going to open up here in a few weeks? Yeah, no, not like formal conversations yet, like, but, you know, here and there on the side, position coaches are talking to their guys. I've talked to a few guys, um, and obviously we'll talk to everyone right after our last game, like immediately, um, but, uh, yeah, that's how it works. Maybe difficult to calculate, but Kalani said this is the most difficult schedule, arguably, in BYU <laughs> football history. I mean, give me your perspective. You played here. There's no argument. It's yeah. not even close. <laughs> and the only ones that are even close to it were the last two years before this. So, <laughs> that's. But that's no one's. No one's uh, ducking that. This, this is what we signed up for, man. And uh, we've all been through this before. And uh, this is. You got to go through the fire to learn how to, you know, stand on your feet in this league. And. Uh, we, we're, it's tough. We're going through a tough time right now, but we embrace the challenge, and you got to go through it to grow and get better. Speaking of growing, getting better, what can you build off of? There's a lot of adversity, obviously, especially the last three games. What is it that you guys have done well enough to maybe build off of offensively? I know you you've yeah. been hypercritical of your own sure. offense, but what can you build off of that you guys have actually done? With? Well, we've made some progress in our run game the last two weeks. I know it doesn't show in the point totals, but we've we've made we've made some progress. We've blocked a little better in the run game. We're, guys are running hard, um, and you know the other positive is just I think our guys are still playing hard. They they've never, you know, they they're, they're playing they're playing till the final whistle. And if you if you keep doing that and you keep working, you always got a chance. Going through the fires uh, that you noted, is there like a feeling though that? No matter what happens the rest of the way, like this whole group's going to come back. You guys are going to still see this thing out for next year and beyond. I expect, I expect our, you know, I don't, 
every team has some turnover every year, but I don't expect uh, you know, I expect our players. We got a lot of good young players that I think are gonna be really good next year. Yeah. When's well, Kalani given those those assurances for you and the offensive staff because you guys have navigated some difficulties um, this year? This is not that's we haven't we're not we're going through the season right now. I'm not even talking about that. Venables is a pretty well-known defensive mind. What do you see from Oklahoma on defense? Um, <laughs> really good defense, really good scheme. Um, just like you know, a lot of the teams we played this year, they're loaded with good players um, and very difficult scheme. I mean, Coach Venables is one of the best in the game. Uh, could you delve into some of the dynamics of system versus personnel, personnel fitting into to systems? Over the last three and a half years, the system is top 30 metric league in the mm -hmm. country. This year, there's a drop off, right? Strength of schedule, yeah. but also, I don't know, 40 new personnel on the offense. I mean, there's a lot of new personnel on the offense. Yeah. So like, how do you balance personnel fitting into system, system fitting into personnel, and how do you adapt as a Yeah, that's that's important. You, you know, you have to always adapt your scheme to who your best players are. Um, and I think we've done a good job of that in the past. This year, we uh, have not done as well at that, obviously. I mean, the results are not as good as what we would like. Um, but we still have two more games to get better. And I also think that a lot of the guys that are playing a lot for us are going to be a lot better next year because that cohesiveness of playing together, you know, comes with time. And we've, we've experienced that in the past where, you know, went through a couple of years where we didn't, took a few lumps and had a lot of young players. Then all of a sudden those guys were veterans and we were pretty good. So it's just how it works. How excited are you to have a healthy Aiden Robbins and LJ Martin, both guys healthy for, for really the first time this year? Yeah, they've, they've uh, both been healthy and played well the last couple games and, uh, that last game, both of them showed up and did some good things. And we, yeah, it's huge. I mean, having a run game is huge. It's our, our whole offense starts with that. How much does Jake's ability to run change things for you guys? Um, I mean, it, it definitely opens up the game a little bit. His mobility can, can open up the game. If we can be a little more, a lot more efficient passing, then, then that's when you can really start to click. But, um, you know, he thought he, uh, he, Provides us with some mobility, some scrambling, some you know, some run game, but we got to be able to throw it better, uh, you know, to make that worth it. Okay. All right. Yep. Mm -hmm.